0: Almost five years in captivity with Boko Haram insurgents in Borno State, North East Nigeria, Omi Ali had planned a daring escape and thought she could save the life of her only surviving sibling. Unluckily, Omi would later watch him being strapped with his suicide vest by their captors, an incident that dampened the enthusiasm for what could have been a more triumphant escape.
1: That was the last time I saw of my only surviving brother. As the men dragged him away, they told him he should not worry, that Allah will place him in paradise, where he will meet me.
0: This is Vestiges of Violence. A weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For human uncle, I am Hamida. In 2018, Omi and her siblings were abducted by Boko Haram members while they were in the bush helping their parents fetch firewood in the outskirts of Burma, a town in Borno State, Northeast Nigeria.
1: We are five in number, and two of my siblings were my seniors. They came with guns and ordered us to follow them. The men took us to a very distant location, where there were many people, including women and children.
0: From time to time, the terrorists selected abducted boys who were old enough to go for suicide attacks, but many of them never returned to the camp and were never seen again, including Ummi's brothers. Ummi and several other girls who were in the terrorists' camp did several chores for Boko Haram members and their wives. Girls who were deemed matured, or those who the wives had inspected their bodies and considered, grown enough, were giving out in marriage to the Boko Haram men.
1: I became afraid when I heard one of the women telling her Boko Haram husband that I would soon be ready to be married off. It was then that I decided to escape. I called my younger brother and informed him that we had to run for our lives.
0: That night, they snuck out of the camp and ran for their lives. Omi and her brother had sighted Bama from afar. It was freedom at last. But then, they ran out of luck.
1: We ran into a number of Boko Haram gunmen as we approached the outskirts of Burma. At that point, my younger brother was too weak to run. I hid behind a thick shrub and watched the men strap him with a suicide vest and primed him for an attack.
0: Omi came out of hiding and took to her heels when one of the commanders ordered some of the men to search for her.
1: I had to continue the escape journey alone, how I wish I could help my brother. I knew he was going to die, because that was how many children were dressed in suicide vests and told to go and attack some communities. So I had to run as fast as I could, until I arrived in Barmer town.
0: When Omi got to Bama, free from the violent clutches of her abductors, some military officers who were there questioned her, and she told them where her home used to be. But when she arrived home, it was deserted.
1: I was taken to an IDP camp and a woman who used to be our neighbor recognized me and rushed to embrace me. She was the one who informed me that my mother died due to illness caused by the news of our abduction.
0: Omi's mother, a widow, had passed away few months after they were abducted in 2018.
1: I thought I would reach home to be received by our mother. That was why I took my younger brother with me during the escape. He was so excited that we were going home to meet our mother. How I wish he were alive and with me now.
0: Zara Mohammed, a young girl who had escaped multiple abductions by Boko Haram and currently runs voluntary lessons for children of poor IDPs in Burma, said she came in contact with Umi when Umi joined the evening classes.
1: We enrolled her into the class with other children. Even though she is a bit older than others, we notice that she has frequent mood swings. Umi would sometimes withdraw and begin to shed tears. Each time we tried to console her, she would say she was missing her siblings and her mother.
0: Umi exemplifies one in hundreds of children who have lost contact with their parents and siblings due to attacks, abductions or displacements caused by Boko Haram. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. This story was scripted by Zubaydah Baba Ibrahim, reported and edited by Abdul Karim Harona, produced by Atahi Rujibrin. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with the subjects. Voice acting by Khadija Gidado and Rukaiya Saeed. Senior producer is Anthony Asamuta. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humananglemedia.com and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Hamida.